What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Metro Medicine. I am happy to announce that this is the official episode 50 of the Justin Flinter Podcast. There are more than 50 episodes on this podcast, but officially titled, officially put forth since the beginning of last year, we now have 50 full episodes for your entertaining pleasure. In this week's podcast, I'm going to focus on something that sounds like bullying, uh, like being made fun of, uh, but there's an underlying message that I want you to try to grasp. So see if you can see if you can get what I'm saying as I go along here. Uh, it's about communication. It's about what I like to call having fun making you. But first, let me share with you something a little bit personal that I don't usually talk about very much at all. Many of you know me as the individual who sort of sits quietly in the chair while everybody else is talking, doesn't participate too much. Uh, Maybe even some of you think that I'm not even contributing because of that. But for those of you who really do know me, which might be few of you, 110% of the time, I am listening. I am participating. I am contributing. Because every talker needs a listener. Every singer needs an audience. Every one person needs another person in order to communicate. So I am always and have always been practicing communication. That's why I'm able to sit here and do this podcast while you're listening. That's why I am able to stand up in front of a classroom and give a lecture for four hours at a time. That's why I'm able to do a performance or a speech or a presentation in front of a thousand people with getting over the butterflies on my stomach at the very beginning. Why? Because it's exciting. It's a challenge. Fear doesn't hold me back from anything. What I do is hold on to fear and learn more about the situation so that I could better attack it, if you will. That's called a response. So how did I get so good at responding? How did I get so uh, comfortable in communicating with all of you right here, right now, and even in person? How am I so comfortable with that? Well, let me tell you something. It's been a long road coming. And this goes all the way back to my early years. And the words that I listen to the most are not the ones that I hear today. And it's not the ones that people are saying, wow, you're so good at communicating. You're so, you're so comfortable in front of all of these people. How do you do it? The words that I heard before were, you don't have what it takes. That's an interpretation of the words that I heard. That's what I told myself. Because people would always tell me that, oh, you're too skinny. You're a, you need to put some meat on those bones. You're a bag of bones. You're too small. You're not as big as everybody else. You don't, we don't want you to get hurt. They always viewed me as someone who was fragile, who was small, who was too skinny. And maybe there's a few of you out there listening to this podcast right now who you know that you've used those words towards me. And that's okay. Why? Because I don't judge you for what you said. Maybe you didn't even know what you said, or maybe you did. It doesn't matter. Those words, those feelings, those actions are in the past. So the reason... I titled today's podcast the way that I did is because 
maybe we view it as being made fun of in the past but my belief is that rather than being made fun of we can have fun making ourselves. so when somebody tells you something and it doesn't quite agree with what you think or what you believe or who you think you are or what you're capable of good let it put a fire underneath you to help you move in the direction that you want to help you become the person that you want to be to make it fun to be making you we should never feel pressured we should never feel nervous we should never feel uncomfortable about who we are inside nothing should ever hold us back from that because who we are is who we are we are rooted in all of the things that make us from day one to the day we die so if you think you're being made fun of turn that around and let yourself have fun making you so the road that I have come along started from there and how do I get to the point where I am now so comfortable getting up in front of people and talking and being in front of a classroom being in front of an audience being one-on-one -on -one with a patient or a student because I've figured out a little bit more about myself every single day and every chance that I'm able to practice communication with all of you whether it's in front of this microphone or whether it's in front of you face to face I have enough practice underneath my belt I have put in a lot of time and effort to transform what used to be a reaction into a well-trained response I know how to react if you will in a way that will serve the situation because I don't do it immediately after the trigger has been pulled I wait I hold on to my fear I hold on to my reaction I hold on to my anger I keep my emotions reserved for a period of time until I know that I have them under control there is a book by Jill Bolte Taylor a neuroscientist who unfortunately suffered from a stroke but recovered from it by learning and remembering and visualizing the situation as it was occurring so she used her knowledge within those moments while she was having the stroke to figure out exactly each step that she needed to take she trained herself in the moment which is exactly what you need to do is to train yourself in the moment of a reaction so that you can transform it into a response so that you can turn the being made fun of into fun making you also within this book the author talked about how our emotions live inside of us for approximately 90 seconds and then after that 90 seconds it is our choice to hold on to those emotions or not I actually did a podcast in the past uh, called the 90 second rule I'll share a link with that in the bio but the point of this 90 second rule is basically whenever your emotions come into play whenever you're reacting to something that somebody has said or done give yourself 90 seconds 90 seconds to allow that emotion to be inside of you physiologically 
after that 90 seconds, see where you go, see what happens. Do you hold on to it or can you move past it? Essentially, that's what I was doing while listening all of the time while other people were talking or when somebody said something to me, I would hold on to it for about 90 seconds and not say anything. Maybe not that long, but I would hold on to it for a short period of time before I actually did something about it. Now that 90 seconds has turned into a much shorter period of time and I'm able to laugh sooner than 90 seconds comes along. Those words that were used against me, I grabbed a hold of them, threw them on the fire, and I said, you know what? It's time to make me. It's time to turn me into who I am. Because you know what? I had been carrying those logs for way too long. I had been shouldering them for year after year after year. They had been held so deep inside of me that they were causing me pain. They were causing me to suffer. They were causing my emotions to be so suddenly triggered that it was a backfire against me, but it also hurt other individuals. So when your emotions begin to become pain for other people, it's time to let go of the things you're suffering from. It's time to let go of the things that you are holding on to. The past should be left behind. Leave it there. If you haven't learned from it, maybe you can come back to it later on, but there's no use in holding on to it and carrying it as though it's a lesson that might be learned someday. You'll be taught that lesson again and again and again if you haven't learned it yet. Why? Because you are the one that's running into the wall. The wall is not running into you. If there is a thumbprint on the mirror, you don't see the reflection in the mirror. You see the thumbprint that is on the mirror where your reflection is showing. You see the blemish first. That's just where our eyes are drawn to first. Because we're trained to look out before we look in. When you can look inside of yourself and understand the things that make you well and the things that make you unwell, and you know how to control them without reacting, and by responding, then you have complete control over yourself. You have empowered your own self to move forward in life, to make your own decisions, to discover what it is that you are capable of. You have taken control of your happiness. You have taken control of your anger. You have taken control of your relationships, your finances, your friendships, your work, your business. You have taken control of everything. Why? Because without you, none of those things will work properly. None of those things could exist the way that they can. They will only exist at the level of the potential that you allow yourself to live. So my final message to you in this episode 50 is to train your reactions to become your responses. To not allow the words of your past to determine the actions of your future. Learn from them. Put down the things that are causing you to suffer, that are an unnecessary burden for your life right now, that you know that are with you every time you run into a problem. You don't need to carry them anymore. If they're causing you problems in your finances, put them down. If they're causing you problems in your relationships, put them down. If they're causing you problems at work, in school, in your personal life, put them down. Do the things that you are meant to do. Let go of the things that you no longer need to carry. 
So what if you're skin and bones? So what if you're 400 pounds? So what if you're too big or too small? Or you don't look the way that people want you to look? Who cares about that? That's what they think. That's what they want. Is that what you think? And is that what you want? Your thoughts and your actions are defined by you, by nobody else. Do not let anybody else's words, their actions, their expressions, do not let any of those things define you as an individual. The power comes from within. We must first look inside of us before we can look outside. The most common thing people talk about after saying something like this is the airplane uh, airbag, the thing that pops out of the ceiling. Who do you put it on first? Not the other person. Don't go outside of you. You put it on you first. Take care of yourself first. Understand who you are first before you put that air mask on somebody else. Because if you can't have enough power, enough strength, enough potential to move in the direction to help other people because you aren't helping yourself, then what's the point? You're always trying to serve other people. You're not starting with yourself. Yes, right now, I am asking you to be selfish a little bit in this situation. You should be. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Otherwise, your life will be unbelievably shorter than it needs to be. Care for your health. Care for your mind. Care for every part of you. Understand who you are so that when you encounter the things that disturb you the most or that once in the past disturbed you, you know how to respond to them. No problem. It doesn't bother you anymore. Maybe there's a, a triggering of the past, but you've gotten to the point where you can laugh about it. You can enjoy it. If somebody calls me skinny now, what do I do? I don't get upset. I don't hold it inside. For a second in my head, I'm probably thinking, ah, here we go again. But then I realize, you know what? What's the point? <laughs> Let me just laugh about this. Thank you for the comment. I understand, yeah, I'm maybe a little bit underweight from what you may think I should be. But in fact, I feel, I feel healthy. I feel good. I feel that I'm exactly where I need to be. I can always get better, so I appreciate the motivation. But you know what? Right now, I'm good. I'm good with who I am. I'm good where I am at. So this kind of a response doesn't happen overnight, especially if you've been triggered year after year after year. But the more you do it, you don't have to do it the way I did it by sitting and listening and being what people say quiet all of the time. I was listening to the noise. I was interpreting the noise and trying to allow it to become a part of me so that I can but not fit in is not the right phrase, but it, that I could better express myself and people can understand why it is that I do what I do and why it is that I say what I say. I don't want to say anything without any meaning behind it. I don't want to have empty words. I don't want to have empty actions. I, want to, I don't want to have an empty anything, an empty life, nothing. I want everything to be full. I want my life to be full. I want my drinks to be full. I want everything to be full. I want my my plates to be full. I want my house to be full. Uh, everything. I want people in my car. I want people in my house. I want people at work. I want people when I walk down the street. I want to be with people. I want my life to be full. And without other people, that's not going to happen. So understand who you are and what parts of you are starting to show is empty or near the E gate on the gauge, the fuel gauge of your life. Figure out which parts you need to fill up. 
work on them. Discover which aspects are running low and make that your next objective, just like I did. It took me a long time to get where I am today because I've been hearing those words for the majority of my life. I've been hearing those words since I was a very little boy. Yeah, they made me uncomfortable, but you know what? Now, that's how I got comfortable. It's how I strengthened myself. I used that as fuel on the fire at first, but then I allowed that fire to warm me from within. I allowed that fire to say, you know what? This is a place where not only I can get warm, it's a place where others can get warm. So the fire that is burning because of my suffering is now a fire that I invite you to to become warm yourself so that you no longer have to suffer anymore. The words that once hurt me, I use to help you. I have transformed them into a safe place where all of us can come together and have a conversation about who we truly are and who we will become today, tomorrow, for the rest of our lives. I thank you all so very much for being a part of the Justin Flinter podcast. And I look forward to the next 50 episodes. I'm Justin Flinter, and this is episode 50 of the Justin Flinter podcast by My Mature Medicine. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again next week. Have a good one, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymentormedicine.com.